0: Hello, heroes, and welcome to another exciting episode of One Shot. I'm Tracy Barnett, your host and narrator. Heroes, today we finish up part four of our Pit Crawler series. It's got pits, it's got crawling, what more could you want? Let's get to the show.
1: so it is on the ground and you are just kicking dirt on it stamping it out yeah absolutely and it is it clearly just has absolutely no idea what is happening it's kind of like raging trying to get at you trying to shoot fire at you but it's just by the time it hits you it's just sparks yeah there's
2: fire like blazing all around the room i love the idea that this is like clearly a much more dangerous situation than either dirt or Syrah would be willing to admit as these Mm. gouts of flames are just going everywhere and we being extraordinarily lucky in this moment are untouched
1: yeah and actually like as this fight ends and the last embers are kind of floating around the room it's really hard to admit. It's like, it's really hard not to admit that it's a little bit beautiful.
2: Mm-hmm. Showy, you know, <laughs> that's what I call it. Showy, what a showy way to die. Sure, make a big to-do.
1: <laughs> you look around and this uh, this kid approaches you. So they are, they are a slight teen of about 14 years old. They have a kind of edgy haircut, like asymmetrical haircut. They're wearing a, a t-shirt that's clearly like a, rather a shirt that's clearly like a black shirt but but yeah (laughs) um and they've clearly like got someone to embroider some sort of slogan on it you know
2: (laughs) (laughs) yeah it says you laugh because i'm different i laugh because you're all the same
1: yeah, but it's really hard to read because it's it's not been very well embroidered on. It
2: was it, it was embroidered with the same energy that like a happy birthday banner is is created where mm, there are a yeah. lot of big so letters up like,
1: front. It's big at the start and then by the time you get to like the belly button, you're all the same. It's really <laughs> it's tiny. You really have really to squint. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they still have this this cloak which is a little bit charred, but you know, still clearly very fancy, uh, and they come up to you and say. Ah-oh. I thank you for your service, um, sirs.
2: Dirt immediately drops to the ground and starts to grovel. It, it, it was it was a pleasure to to uh, 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 assist someone as as glorious and clearly uh, bewelthed as, as <laughs> thee.
1: Well, um, I'm happy to hear that you have enjoyed yourself. However, I suggest that you leave this place and leave me in peace. Uh,
0: if
2: if, if I may, I am down here on, uh, 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 order of the great wizard Skulag. Hold for applause.
1: there's applause. There's not applause, but there is certainly interest. They do pick up and they say, do you, um... Do you know Skullag? Um,
2: depending on what your definition of know is.
1: Have you met Skullag?
2: For a given definition of met.
1: Does Skullag know who you are? I
2: did receive a taxidermied elephant from Skullag as distinction for my service. A statement that is entirely accurate.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I see. Hmm.
2: Uh, if if I might be so bold, who am I speaking to?
1: Are you from Skalag's realm?
2: Yes, yes.
1: And you are loyal to Skalag?
2: The most loyal. The most loyal.
1: Well... In that case, you have the pleasure of meeting Ashanoa. I am Skalag's niece or nephew. I haven't decided yet.
2: And nor should you have to. <laughs>
1: hmm. Well, I am, uh. I am the child of Emborio. And. Gah. Frankly, he's a right. tool.
2: This, like. I, I, I think Dirt's got to be like, oh yeah, high five! Which is clearly a low five to this this child.
1: They do, in fact, just, just high five my laptop. That's...
2: <laughs> Good.
1: <laughs> they Good. do, in fact, gently five you.
2: This is role-playing. Uh, this yeah. is what role-playing <laughs> is. I know only a few things in this world. And it is... That Skalag appreciates a defector. All, all you need to do, all you need to do to get in good with Skalag, if Skalag is destination you want and, you know, style is that destination because Skalag's oozing with it, you just got to help us quench this flame and then we can go back and say, hey, work's done, job completed, Skalag, pleased. And I'm sure Skalag will welcome you with open arms, if not uh, uh, ask you to be bassist in the band that he's constantly talking about forming.
1: What, what is this flame that you're talking about?
2: Uh, uh dirt like searches around their uh mm. robes and whatnot and, like pulls out uh uh the the paper which is now like there are some holes in it a little bit of blood on it because mm. of the many many times he's been impaled on rocks and it, Just more. Just to wh- check
1: where were you keeping the card
2: uh the the the, the card the yeah the, where the, were the you notice. keeping
1: it in in your clothes and your backpack
2: oh um Hmm. It must have been the backpack.
1: You're opening the backpack. And uh, the first thing that is notable about your open backpack is the squelching sound of a bedroll. Thief, where did you get that bedroll?
2: This has been in my family for generations.
1: (laughs) Could you make me a face roll, please? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If your target's going to be, I'm going to say a 9.
2: A 9. Ooh, ooh. I got to do this like everything else. Uh, well, no, would I I can't justify putting my heart into this um cuz this isn't for the job. This is this is for me. And that's only a 4.
1: I can see by your garb that your family It's clearly not generationally wealthy enough to be able to afford such a fine bedroll.
2: This is the first generation uh, that it's been in my family. (laughs) I'm sorry, I should have have rephrased it. It's been in my family for generations with the S in parentheses, as I hope for it eventually to reach the point of multiple generations. But right now it is just the one generation.
1: That is clearly my bedroll. You have stolen... From the family of Skalag, and he will hear about this as soon as I can find him.
2: I'll I'll i I'll, I'll I'll tell you what I'll tell you what I will help you find Skalag so that you can lodge a complaint against one of his employees. You. I mean, one of his many employees. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And uh, uh, we, we can, you know, see, see all this grim business through. But I'm telling you, Skalag is a person of desire. Skalag needs things. A, a, a busy wizard ruling an entire we- realm. And Skalag has put out a call, tasked two of his most called upon employees to quench this flame. And what is the exact name of the flame again? As as like the awakening on... flame. The awakening flame gotta be quenched.
1: What exactly is this awakening flame?
2: It's rumored to be somewhere in this cave system, in uh, th- this mountain re- uh, region. That's kind of all we've got so far. Where I'm pretty sure if it's a flame thing, that's Emborio stuff, you know? I try not to bother myself with knowing too much about what he's doing.
1: Hmm. Give me back my bedroll and I think I can possibly help take you to this flame.
2: Dirt sighs and goes, "Ah, of course, of course. Here you are, uh, pristine condition, dewy as the day it was rolled up.
1: Ash and Noah will take back the bedroll. Hold it close say. <clears throat> well, I believe that that flame may have been me. What? Well, then you must be quenched. Well, it's all right. It's right. I'm not going to do it again. Wasn't very good at it, if you must know.
2: I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I uh, don't know much of, of Wizardly and friends and family of Wizardly Matters. Uh, what is a quenching and how do I make sure that you've been thoroughly quenched?
1: Uh, they will look a little shifty and um a, a quenching is when you do everything I say and you will know that I have been thoroughly quenched when I say that you can go.
2: There are two things running through dirt's mind right now two coexisting truths and and one is dirt is a a a sleazy liar at at his core and knows when somebody is lying because that is his way but also is so invested in hierarchies that there's absolutely no way he would refuse service to <laughs> someone who is friends and family to any wizard because they still outrank him on the social hierarchy. Dirt drops once more to to the ground and grovels. Oh yes, Ashinoa, Noah, I shall quench the uh uh with. With great uh, desire to see thee quenched.
1: All right, then. I accept your service. And for your first task, I demand to be taken to my uncle.
0: For my father
1: is being the worst, and I have decided to leave his realm.
2: Just just like... A young Skalag who decided that he was running away five years ago, (laughs) as the ancients tell it. Uh, Well, then, yes, uh, of course, uh, follow me. It's just a, what is it? It's like an hour and 20 minute walk back this way to the spiky room. And from there, we have to ascend up a hole. Do you have some sort of rope? Of, actually, I'm thinking of it, and we have to go the wrong way up a slide. Um, so that would actually probably be pretty impossible to do now that I'm thinking of it. Instead, do you, Ashinoah, who is from this place, know of a way out of this cave system? Because as soon as we get above ground... That's where uh, myself and, oh, I haven't even introduced, uh, this is my liege, the Brave Knight. And Dirt is now jumping on this opportunity to listen to Sarah say their name and hopefully learn the proper way to say this name.
1: Sarah, Sarah. Your
0: lose.
2: and like dirt, is, like grabs a little <laughs> a little note uh pad out from from his like you know robes and whatnot, and writes down like yet another possible pronunciation, <laughs> circles it, and adds a bunch of question marks next to it, and closes up the pad. Yes, yeah, sirrah. Yes, yes.
1: Well, I know of a way out, back into my father's realm, but Ooh. I haven't been able to find a way out into Skalags, just yet. But I'm sure that I, I would have, but now it is your job.
2: Of course. Well, we came from this tunnel here and you, which tunnel did you come from?
1: That one. Okay. Which points to another
2: okay. One. So that leaves two tunnels, which Sarah, you know that once again Brings us to a path diverged underground. Which path should we take? The one less traveled.
1: Oh, well, uh, we both came down that one. And only Ashanoa came down that one. So that one is the less traveled.
2: I thought there were four paths. Oh, wait, no, there are four bridges across the lava. There's
1: four little bridges across the hex again. So but once you're that was to the middle where the fire elemental was but into the room there are two the one that you two came through and the one that Noah came through
2: Well, no i'm thinking i'm thinking that must be wrong because we're in a reverse land full of tricks and, (laughs) and sorcery and bedevilment so we're gonna go back the way we came and we're just gonna go down one of the other paths that we
1: so we will go down the road most traveled most
2: traveled recently
1: okay uh so you can go down the path most traveled at mm-hmm. uh, this time ashenoa will come with you and this way as you go you're going uphill
2: mm-hmm.
1: and as you go your blowfish is getting brighter and brighter and it's getting darker and darker and you're getting colder and colder and the air just feels damper and damper. And uh, just, just like getting <laughs> just worse. Just that sweet, sweet, worse feeling.
2: Yeah. Uh, dirt hacks a terrible phlegmy cough. Oh yeah, you can feel the condensation just fill in your lungs with fluid.
1: Eventually, you get back to that chamber, which now just has the backpack in it, which uh, Noah picks up and puts on their back. So you've now got the way that you just came through to your right is the way that you originally got here. And then there is another path leading straight forward.
2: Noah you we did find your stuff in this room. Have you tried this other path here?
1: Well, I've tried all three of these parts—the one that we just came from—you've obviously seen. Uh, mm-hmm. The one that way seems to lead to some impassable cave of spikes, uh, and then sharpened rocks. Yes. Yes, and then uh, there's there's quite a lot of those around here, aren't there?
2: The, and that is a matter of civic pride.
1: And uh, then this way forward uh, seems to lead to some sort of lake.
2: Let's head to a lake.
1: Love a lake. So you go off into the tunnel, which is now straight ahead. Mm -hmm. Again, you're climbing for quite a while, uh, and then there is a kind of sharp descent. You do seem to you do hear the sound of like lapping water on stone, uh, and your blowfish starts to reflect ripples of water as the tunnel opens out into. What's essentially quite a large cavern, but with a, a lake coming up almost to the edge of the tunnel. The water is very deep black and looks very cold.
2: Okay. I'm going to take out my spyglass. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to see if, is there anything that I can possibly see on like the other side
1: of the lake?
2: Or is it just going off into an abyss?
1: It looks from here like the roof of the cave meets the water on all sides
2: okay so there's no exit from here that i could
1: there's no exit from here the only things that you can see if you're looking around with your blowfish you can see on one side there is like a sheer wall and then it looks like there may be a tunnel like a crevasse high up leading upwards on the other side it goes down sloping gently to the like top of the water and then on the other side, again, it goes sloping to the edge of the water. Um, but with this one, there's a sort of bubbling ripple coming from there, spreading out over the lake.
2: Huh, bubbling ripple, bubbling ripple. I mean, with with the knowledge of, uh, I guess I only have knowledge of history, and I don't know that it would cover bubbling ripples at all. I think we are at a bit of an impasse, we could either try to traverse up the slide with the sharpened rocks at the bottom of it, which I can foresee that going poorly. And now, especially that I am charged with the welfare of, uh, you know, someone who is a friend and family of a wizard kind of level of our social hierarchy, I feel like not really worth the risk of muddling about with that. We could go on the hour 20-minute walk all the way back to where we came from and try going out through Emborio's realm, but I can also see that going poorly. And then we've got this drop down and the bubbling there. uh, Let let me get a temperature check uh, from you, Sarah. That feels ominous, right?
1: I would say either very good or very bad. Or Fine.
2: Yeah, either very good, very bad, or completely neutral, which does sort of leave all of the possibilities. Um, So I have a question about magic, Sasha. Yes. If I were to attempt magic, is magic like a specialized thing in in this world? Um, Is it something only, only wizards do or?
1: So magic is... In this world, kind of like playing a really difficult instrument
0: mm-hmm. in
1: that, yeah, there's some like innate talent with some people, sure, but anyone can learn to do it with a lot of training mm-hmm. and practice. And um, with magic, uh, the training is extremely expensive and takes a long time, and so the people who can do it tend to be the people who right. already have power and money. So in that way it is a self-selecting oligarchy so dirt knows no magic yeah if you ever want to try to do magic or use a magic item that you have somehow acquired it is a heart roll Mm -hmm. but to try to cast a spell that's it's it's basically it's impossible unless somebody like somebody would have to teach you the spell somebody would have to agree to enroll you in magic school so,
2: Essentially. yeah, my 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 thought was doing a a like kind of badly half remembered spell
1: mm.
2: to summon a ferryman, which would normally okay. take you down a river to to the land of the dead. But I've got these fourteen copper pennies, and I kind of feel if we put copper pennies over our eyes and like held hands in a circle on the ground or something, we could figure out a way to summon a ferryman and then maybe negotiate for passage somewhere out
1: of here. Okay, so you won't be able to do that. Mm-hmm. But you do have Asher Noah with you. Okay. Who you have seen attempt to do magic. That's right. They are not very good at magic. What you can do is make a face roll or a heart roll to try to explain this to Ashinoa, and then they can try to cast the spell.
2: Okay, okay. What I'm gonna do, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do a face roll and put my heart into it. Mm-hmm. Cause like, I'm I'm sort of reading the room here. It's like the only obvious exit out that isn't constantly slipping and sliding into sharp rocks for goodness knows how long or going back through Emborio's realm, which seems bad, seems like a foolhardy yeah. errand. I, Ashinowa, I am a gravedigger. I, or used to be a gravedigger, you know, there were maybe some disputes, maybe some complaints about my type five and sort of the jokes that I told, but part of my job was always placing copper pennies, on the eyes of people seeking ferry across the river of death into, you know, for most of the people that I was burying, the common lands, the lands of toil, where it's basically like life now, but you don't have a death to look forward to someday. <laughs> now- <laughs>
1: oh, that's bleak.
2: I can only, and it's what I believe, it's my religion. Um, <laughs> now, I, can only help people do that when they're already dead. But you, you are friends and family of a wizard. You have something special within you that makes you smarter, more attractive, more deserving of nice things, more deserving of forgiveness for any mistakes that you might make, uh, more suited for positions of power and authority over people like me. One has to assume that. Otherwise, why would you be dressed so nice? <laughs> so I think you might be able to call a ferryman to us and we can negotiate for passage out of this room. All you have to do is believe in yourself. And I I know that you were struggling back there, but you know what, it's because you hadn't fully entered scalog's service long ago, five years into the past. scalog was once faced with an oppressive family that didn't get him and wouldn't let him stay up as long as he wanted and told him to take out the trash sometimes and What did Skalag do when faced with that? He went his own way and designed his totally awesome kingdom full of skulls and haunted stuff and animals that when you smack them on the ground would glow like a cool rave. You are now a part of that legacy. You need to embrace that legacy and summon a ferryman to get us out of here. Otherwise, I think we're going to have to deal with that ominous bubbling, which could be good, bad, or completely neutral.
1: You're right. I do have to take control of things. I am deserving. I am just smarter than everyone else. That's why I'm in wizard school. Well, was in wizard school before I ran away because it was holding me back.
2: Yep, yep, yep. You're too smart for wizard school.
1: They just don't get me.
2: So I would like to uh, argue that in this role, I'm using history and I'm using six of my copper pennies to, you know, help fuel this eventual spell.
1: Okay. Yeah, I would say that that's fair. Would you also like to use a thumb?
2: Uh, yeah, let's use a thumb for sure.
1: Okay. Down Uh, to to three. This will be, it would have been, 12, so it will be a 6 on your face roll.
2: Okay. That's an 8.
1: Nice. Okay. Ashton, I was like, You're absolutely right. I can do this. I will summon the. Featherman? Ferryman. I will summon. Ferryman
2: or ferry person.
1: The the ferry person. I will summon the ferry person. And Ashinawa is now going to try to summon the fairy person. So uh, Ashinawa as NPC, like, NPCs don't have stats. So everything mm-hmm. with NPCs is done by a lot crawl. So would you say high or low? Feel like you're going to say low?
2: I'm going to say low. It. Ha- I mean, how many times have we done this? and It has been high, yep. you know?
1: <laughs> it's got to be low at some point. <laughs> uh, so Ashinawa will um, stand up they will bring their arms out with their cloak, close their eyes this time, scrunch up their face, look like they're concentrating really hard, and uh, a boat will appear from the water. Yes! It will rise from that bubbling area, like that bubbling bit of the water. It will rise.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It looks ghostly, and it will come and rest in front. Of the kind of skeletal figure there, opens its hand
2: Dirt will reach will will, will reach forward with with the six copper pennies and drop them into the fairy person's hand and go how much for another place within the land of the living preferably within the realm of Skalag
0: Hello, heroes, and welcome to another very, very brief mid-roll. That's it. This is the mid-roll. Enjoy the rest of the show.
1: So the, the skeletal figure doesn't speak, but will close... Each bony finger one by one over the six copper pennies. And the the ghostly, like, translucent boat will become solid. The skeletal figure will become solid and kind of sinewy flesh will start to knit upon its form. Ooh, weird. I love it. Until it is just a ferry boat woman Mm -hmm. uh, stood there wearing clothes that look like they were from, like well deep history so like 5 years ago
2: uh. <laughs> dirt is is going to nudge uh Sarah and go this is why Skullog insists that all of the skeletons were gender accoutrements. i could not have told you that that was a fairy
0: woman
1: <laughs> you're right there loves where you want to go oh uh, uh ooh yes
2: uh we would like to go uh to the realm of of Skullog. uh Preferably uh, close to uh, the the job notice board, or I mean, we're with Ashenoa. I mean, is there like maybe a fountain, a tasteful fountain, kind of in the interior of the estate, so that we could uh, introduce uh, Skalag to his. uh, It it's not nibbling. I think it is nibbling. Yes. Nibbling is I the good I think it is neutral. unfortunately
1: nibbling. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wish there was a better word, but there isn't. R-
2: truly, I wish that as well. It is a <laughs> wild mouthfeel on that yep. word.
1: Probably get you in the bathroom. Uh, I
2: think he's got
1: running water in there.
2: Your, your majliness, is that going to be acceptable to you uh, befitting the dignity of your station?
1: Mm, as long as it's fancy bathroom.
2: Uh can we get a fancy bathroom? Like, is there one with like a claw foot tub?
1: Oh yeah. Oh, they've all got claw foot tubs. You ever been in these bathrooms? It's all like, and I'm talking claws, sharp ones.
2: All right. Uh, And and I don't, I don't mean to be snippy or offensive, but I, Madam Fairy Woman, I would like you to look at me and try to assess whether or not I have ever been in one of these bathrooms
1: before. Yeah. Don't worry. I'll get you enough claw foot tub.
2: All right. um,
1: <laughs> it's a uh, cost you.
2: Okay, okay. Um, I'm assuming that's more than the initial six pennies. How many pennies? Oh no, the, we the six
1: pennies is to uh to get the ferry at all.
2: Oh, but then you oh, need yeah. to pay
1: the fare. That's like the base rate.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Okay. How many more pennies we talking?
1: Mm, well, you paid your pennies. Mhm. But there's something a little bit, a little bit more. The ferry doesn't quite work like that. We need uh. Soul, really, to uh, to keep it running,
2: like like as fuel.
1: Yeah, you know, like emotions, memories, life, that sort of thing.
2: Okay, okay, I see. So, so you need something that is of true value. Um, do you mind if I I speak to to my my friend uh, the knight here for a second, Sarah? Sure thing. I can wait. Sarah. Yes. You know how I have been telling you for a long time, long as we could possibly remember, that you gotta go out and find yourself someone to love.
1: You usually do tell me that when I tell you things like, hey, stop hanging around with Honch. Honch is no good for you.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you know, the reason, the reason that you don't have anyone like haunch in your life is you are too. Uh, and this is absolutely going to be a, a face roll that yep. I'm going to put my heart into. This is the concern of okay. well-being of my friend. You you doubt yourself. You know, I, I hate to, to lay your flaws bare, but you doubt yourself. Every day, you know, you you wake up after four hours of sleep. You say, Skalag has style. And, and after that, you you don't walk around with the dignity befitting a person of your station. And it stopped. It's held you back. What if you need some spontaneity in your life? And what if that spontaneity is pledging your life and soul to this fairy woman so that <laughs> you
1: I thought you it, were going to say consent. <laughs> should give up like their self doubt or something
2: nope no what you should do is get married get soul bonded to this fairy woman uh right here sort of like a married at first sight type of thing
1: okay that's um uh, that's gonna be a that's gonna be a twelve <laughs> to convince your best friend that they should just just <laughs> She Marry seems nice. Marry the fairy woman.
2: <laughs> He's probably a <in> good hands. <laughs> that is an 11.
1: Oh, not quite. Mm. <clears throat> well, um, you know, you, you do make a good point and all, but uh, the thing is, I don't want someone like Honch in my life. Honch is the worst.
2: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know what? I've got it. I've got it. I've got it. Okay, you, we won't. We won't make you again. Look at that. I, I. You know what? I can't get your taste. I don't get your taste. This is this is a fine fairy woman. I would love to be soul bonded to this person for the rest of my life, kind of on a whim. But, but to each their own. I'm not going to force you into it. I turn back dirt turns back to the fairy woman goes we would like to offer you my friend's reticence to allow me to enjoy my life with haunch
1: <laughs>
2: there's Sorry, loads of it
1: you want you want to offer me as payment for your fare you want me to remove your friend's <laughs> bad vibes about your relationship you yes. want him fully on board. You want them fully on board with your relationship. Sarah will kind of look shrug, be like, I'm sure I'll get it back. <laughs>
2: There's, like we 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 flash back to the past where Syrah is just sitting alone in the misery hovel at night, and from beneath the floorboards below, you just hear the screaming of the most ludicrous argument <laughs> and like smashing of lamps and whatnot as Syrah, like slowly tries to drink some tea, uh, and then we flash back to yeah. to current time.
1: Well. It depends how strong it is, really. I mean, let's see if it'll get you all the way. And she'll sort of ask you all onto the boat. You'll all step on. She'll sort of grab onto Sarah's hand and concentrate really hard and go, yeah, you really did not want them to get together. Fair enough. All right, that'll get you there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. And uh, the boat descends into the, the... Inky blackness of the water. You can feel the cold of the water on your skin, but it doesn't. You can still breathe, or rather, you're not not breathing. You can't really see where you're going, but it certainly feels like there's a lot of weight above you. I suspect you're going downwards. Yeah,
2: I like the idea to add to like the sort yeah. of horror of magic. To to be, it's not that we can breathe underwater. It's that we're experiencing the feeling of drowning but not dying from it.
1: Oh, that's horrible. That's truly yeah, I like that. truly bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is why you
2: don't mess around with magic. You're
1: definitely breathing the water. <laughs> and it's as bad as people say. Yeah. But um it just keeps going. You just, just keep doing it. <laughs> um and it keeps going for a really long time until you rise up the water kind of gushes away and you find yourself in a claw-footed bathtub in an entirely black tiled bathroom uh the ferry boat's kind of like nestled in the tub well here you are then
2: there's just an extended like 10 minutes of of dirt and Syrah, like retching away getting all of the water out of their lungs. I think dirt also this is the first like the closest thing that dirt has ever had to like a bath in in their <laughs> life. So there's all of this like water There's a lot of grime filth, coming off like <laughs> washing away and then like uh, and you know probably like Just if this were a film or something, I just would want the bit to go on just long enough that it passes being very funny and strays into being like disquieting and uncomfortable Mm. as dirt between coughs. Tries to thank the fairy woman mm. and just like maybe, maybe handing it like ha- passing another uh, copper penny over, but constantly coughing so hard that he drops it and insisting that he be the one to pick it back up. And it's just, it's <laughs> and just. And when he does true. hand
1: it over, it's all like slimy from the goop that's.
2: <laughs> yes.
1: Uh, yeah, she will eventually take it. And as she closes her fingers over it, they become bone again the boat becomes translucent and ghostly she is now a skeletal figure as she descends back down
2: dirt just watching her go away turns to sarah i don't know what you were thinking man that is <laughs> you don't you don't see a person that fine just appear in an incorporeal boat every day
1: i oh, know but you know I i think we have very different lifestyles
2: it's true it's true. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: All
2: right, your, your, uh, Excellency Here we are in one of the bathrooms of the great estate of Skulag. I now, I'm gonna go out on a bit of a limb, and say we haven't arrived here exactly through the proper channels. Um, so we're going to have to do some explaining. Um, but if you if you are the awakened flame uh, and, you know, we just spent the past uh, 20 minutes or so drowning in a void, which that's got to be quenched. If that's not quenched, I don't know what is quenched. So... So we, that means we probably completed our task and, you know, I, I got to imagine this is the happiest school log's ever going to be, especially uh, on a strike day, having some loyal scabs come in. Huge.
1: <laughs> right. Well, um, you can take me to Skulag and then you may go.
2: Dirt, uh, Dirt sort of nods and peeks out the door because... Dirt has like the instinctual feeling that all like kind of scummy, conniving schemers like Dirt have, which is I know when I'm not supposed to be somewhere Hmm. and I have to get to the least defensive place, and the bathroom has to be one of the most defensive places for me to be. (laughs) So I just, there's got to be like a a foyer or 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 a reception hall. We we you know we're we're in the company of friends and family of a wizard. So like, you know, I mean, all we need, all we need, is to make sure that whoever we next encounter is lower on the social hierarchy than Ashinowa, and that's got to be easy.
1: Okay, so uh, you peek your head around the door. And you are in, um, imagine if Hot Topic did castle design.
2: Fuck yes. Oh my God. Are you kidding? This rules.
1: (laughs) You're in quite a large corridor. So this this does seem like this is, you're not like in servants' quarters or anything. This is a fancy corridor. And you can see a few different doors leading off either side. And then there's a big staircase just along the way going downwards.
2: We got to get down that staircase we got to get down that staircase, and we have to do it quietly.
1: Okay. Can you make me a feet roll to see Um, how quickly and quietly you can get down? Uh, I'm going to ask for a six.
2: All right. I should be able to do this. It's a four.
1: (laughs) Uh, So you you managed to go up to the staircase, but you are squelching quite heavily. (laughs) And so you are found you are interrupted as you're trying to creep down the stairs one of the doors opens have you ever seen skulag before
2: um only in the depictions uh skulag like allows of himself like on all of the statuary that has been Mm. carved with all the sick burns that he's you know done against his older brother so i imagine those have abs and yeah so (laughs) a better haircut (laughs)
1: the The person in front of you doesn't have that um, they do have a very like edgy haircut uh, and it's artfully spiked in an incredibly unrealistic way mm-hmm. there's also like a lot of black eyeshadow just dramatically painted ac- onto the face that like comes up in wings past the eyes you know yeah. but it is fundamentally a 13 year old boy standing in front of you but with like big Wizard cloak that kind of comes up with a, like a collar that kind of extends up above his head, you know. Who, <clears throat> who's making noise? You're you're disturbing my recording.
2: Dirt immediately drops into a gravel. I am unworthy, uh, uh, your, uh, magnificence.
1: Skalag completely ignores you. <laughs> Ashinawa, what are you doing here? Skalag, I came. I've I've left. My father's realm he's being an absolute prick. Ha ha yes, he is a prick, isn't he? Dirt. Have a lovely little reunion.
2: Stands up to like try and rescue you from having to roleplay the rest of the thing with yourself. Um Um Uh 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 Wow, wow. Just hearing the words escape my mouth. Sklog. We have quenched the awakened flame. This is the most quenched you'll ever see this person. (laughs) They're quenched.
1: They have in fact done what you asked them to do. I said that once I had arrived, that they could consider themselves having done... I think that the awakening... I think that the thing that people had seen... I think that might have been me. Anyway, I have run away to join your realm. I would rather learn from from you. And they do a sort of little bow. And Skullark will look at you. Well, that's, um, I suppose you'll be wanting a handsome reward.
2: Aye, but not, not too handsome. And he like winks from beneath the terrible robe. And (laughs) like, because he's all wet and squelchy, like the winking makes a sound.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Skullag will like look around about the place. Sees a taxidermied bass guitar.
2: I I have a request. I would like to be rewarded with the same elephant that we lost. Oh,
1: amazing! Yes. Okay. (laughs) Well, um, if you follow me, and he'll lead you down the the stairs to this like grand hall. They opens out into this grand hall. Uh, There is your elephant. It's looking a little worse for wear. There's a, a banner hung over it but a lot of the words have been scratched out. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I pilfered these from some absolute hooligans outside. Uh, you may have it instead.
2: The truly magnificent gift. I, 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 I y- you, c- c- could I ask one, one small little favor in addition, please go on. It will in not addition be much- to this. I would just, just for like, doing
1: your job. What, you want a tip or something?
2: The the flavour of one of your boots. If I might lick your boot. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I I suppose so. But make sure to polish it afterwards. I don't want any of that, you know, worker <laughs> spit on it.
2: Yeah. There's like a row of like hot topic boots. Yeah. And like dirt dirt goes over, it's like mm, just like mom used to make and like takes a little <laughs> lick of the boot and then like shines it, yeah. shines it with the cloak. Ah, <laughs> to be raised under a wizard is truly <laughs> the greatest gift of all. And and with that, I think Dirt is going to go over and strap himself into the little harness that he uses to pull this yep. huge elephant and slowly, creakily make his way out of the estate.
1: Yep. It's very slow. It's very creaking. Sarah will like just clank along with you, trying to go as slowly as you are. Uh, and you'll exit the halls, uh, the big doors. The protesters are still there. They're certainly looking a little bit more tired at the moment. A lot of them are sitting there round, kind of like drinking cups of tea, talking about maybe going home. <laughs> <laughs> you can walk down or grab one of the taxis down back to mm-hmm. your misery hole. <laughs> Yeah where you and Sarah can uh, make a, a nice bit of dirt coffee and sit happily in the glow knowing that there's there's no joy or warmth anywhere in the realm
2: You know what Sarah I'm looking forward to laying down for my 4 hours and take myself a nice dirt nap
1: That sounds lovely Um look I feel bad about how much grief I've been giving you about Honch, so um, I've invited him round for dinner tomorrow. Get, get out of town. You have? Well, f- there's clearly something between you, and I just, I want someone who will make you the worst person you can be.
2: <laughs> and Dirt, like, puts a little hand on Sarah. <laughs> oh, Syrah, as long as... As we're friends, I will be the absolute worst person imaginable. (laughs) And with that, I'm sure the camera starts pulling back from these two in their little home. Oh, well, I nearly died, but did not.
1: (laughs) You managed to make it. And that's Pitcrawler. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me on the show and for playing. That was really fun.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much for, for running this Sasha. I, 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 Can't thank you enough. I am curious, but before we we close out, um, I I do want to know just like a, a design thing about this game from the perspective of the person who would be running the game. The adventure, like you mentioned, that it was inspired by choose your own adventure books, and like I definitely got that from a bunch of the mechanics. But I'm curious with with the design of the adventure, are there like Paths written out for for people with like details of rooms and whatnot because that's really cool.
1: It depends, I guess, on on who's writing the adventure. So some mm. of the adventures that we've written for Pit Crawler, it's designed very much so that you you can create your own adventures. We've got like a framework for you to make your own, uh, but we have written some examples, and some of them have here's you know the ch- this choice leads to that, this choice leads to that, mm. where we think it's relevant. Uh, the way that I usually do it is I will whenever I give somebody a choice, I will write down notes for myself. So this is all the... Oh, you probably can't cool. see it through this. This is all the like paths that you took. So when I gave you a choice, I'd be like, okay, this path goes to this, this path goes to this, this path goes to this. And so I make the choices as I'm giving the choices, that if that makes sense. sense. And then you'll pick one of those and I'll be like, okay, we've chosen that one and then I'll give the next choice next time we get there. But yeah, okay. the way that we make it so that it's like a choose-your-own-adventure book is we say each adventure should have some of choices which is like you can choose to do this but it will cost you this Mm -hmm. or you can choose one of these three cave entrances challenges which is just like dice rolls you know make a feet roll to cross this bridge in time fights which is fights and then puzzles which doesn't really work so well on a podcast so I didn't really yeah (laughs) involve it and, like include any of those but yeah some of the adventures that we've written have like riddles or, or like little logic puzzles in there that you can hand to the player um so when i've done it on stream a couple of times johnny's actually like brought out like a little logic puzzle that he's ripped out of a quiz book right. and I, i've just had to do the logic puzzle there on stream
2: that's great
1: yeah one of our stretch goals um itch if we hit 45 Thousand pounds on Indiegogo is we are going to be creating a like book of puzzles to go with Pit Crawler.
2: That's rad. I mean, always need more good puzzles for for RPGs. Anyway, uh, well, well, that's great. So uh, that that Heroes was Pit Crawler. It hopefully by the time the, this ends up in the hand of my editor and, and makes it uh, to broadcast, Pit Crawler will still be funding. Uh, when does that funding close out? so the
1: funding closes on the 25th of may that's for the like the the funding but um we're going into uh something called in demand which is where once we've hit like once the 25th of may is hit then we get the the payment gets processed so we've hit our funding goal already so that's like how long we had to hit our funding goal
2: gotcha gotcha
1: but then after that people will still be able to pre-order it oh great so then you'll just be able to it's essentially like a late pledge yeah. So,
2: yeah, if if you liked what you heard here, if you are someone who has been looking for that super lethal, like dungeon crawly experience that allows you the opportunity to experience death multiple times, <laughs> Crawler's it. I love it. Man, I'm so glad that you brought those thumbs in because that thumb system is very cool.
1: I can't believe it took me so long to mention that maybe my favorite part of the game.
2: It's, It is a stroke of genius. I really do love it. But, but thank you again, and uh, we'll see you next time, heroes.
1: Thank you very much for having me.
0: This episode of One Shot features music from the following artists. Brunin" by Cody Martin. Each Step by CJ Zero. Coffee with Gershwin by Dresden the Flamingo Winter Magic by Marie and Roulette by Alternate Eddings. This episode of One Shot was edited and sound designed by Tracy Barnett. You can find more of their work online, anywhere, at The Other Tracy. Well, that's it for One Shot this week, but don't worry. We'll be back with an all-new series next week featuring, this time for real, Thousand-Year-Old Vampire.
2: Mel D'Amato, Allie Grauer, and Drew Merzieski as we playtest the No Kings system, which will hopefully one day be the Skyjacks role-playing system. It tows the line between weird and wonderful slice of life and high-flying space fantasy. You can sample the first five episodes by searching for Starwall Odyssey on your favorite podcast app, or get the whole thing by heading to patreon.com slash one-shot podcast and signing up for $5 a month or more.
0: As always, we end One Shot with a call to action. And Heroes, it's Pride Month. Just like last time, I'm going to encourage you to seek out local LGBTQIA organizations. Give your time and support in any way you can. There are organizations who are working to support queer people directly. There are organizations who are working to affect legislation. All of it is vital and necessary. Happy Pride, and keep going. If you enjoyed this show you should check out some of the other shows on the OneShot Podcast Network. Shows like Character Creation Cast. Character Creation Cast is a discussion podcast where Amelia Antrim and Ryan Bolter create characters in multiple RPGs with prominent guests from the game's community. Each month, Character Creation Cast examines the character generation process in-depth for a different game with new guests each series. They always take the time to reflect on the game, its design, and what guests have to say about it think of it as sitting in on a great session zero every week
2: as always a humble and hearty thanks to our supporters on patreon if you want to help us in a non-monetary way the best thing you can do is tell a friend you can also leave us a rating and review on itunes every five-star review we get helps new people find the show